When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Peter, Peter, where are you? Come on, let's be having you. (laughs) Hello, Peter. We're back in the glad. Feels like ages since I've been here. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Fantastic. And we are, of course, referring to our trip to Norwich we just had. Um, a goal to straw. Pretty disappointing overall. Which also felt like ages, that game. It did, yeah. <laughs> yes, 90 minutes had never felt so long. No, I mean, it wasn't that bad. No. I mean, I think it was an even game overall. Yeah, I don't think there's any sort of argument there. No. Either, either, either team could claim team. they should have won it. Neither team can claim they deserve to win it, really, though, yeah. It's kind of... no. Although Chris Sutton thinks that we got away with it. Apparently, I mean, I wouldn't have listened to what Chris Sutton had to say, though. So, <laughs> I just wanted to wind you up, just throwing any names at random. Chris Sutton, Tim Chris, Sherwood. Do you mean Chris Sutton, the former Norwich player? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Funnily enough, yes, he did play for Norwich, isn't he? And, he? and he's from there as well. But apart from that, I'm sure he's, he's completely impartial. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure how you can say it when you got away with it when uh, their, their player can't kick the ball hard enough to get to the goal. I mean, that's not really getting away with it. That's more they should have signed a better striker, frankly. This, by turns, was one of one of the most anxiety-inducing but also brilliantly hilarious moments of the whole weekend. Uh, a certain goal conceded by a combination of Dunk maybe committing himself too, too long into trying to clear it and distracting Robert Sanchez. Robert Sanchez then still making a mess even from what he was given to clear it properly, presenting Josh Sargent with the chance to put the ball in the net just before half-time. A certain goal. A certain goal. And yet, if Duffy hadn't have cleared it at his own leisure, I'm not even sure that was going in. Yes, in yeah, I mean, the irony is Duffy desperately dived in and hoofed it for a corner. He didn't need to do that. He could have stopped it, had a cup of tea and like had a, ch- had a chill out and then hit the ball clear, to be honest. I mean, Lit a cigar, made a tea for his whole family. I would have frankly been quite pissed off if we considered from the corner because there was absolutely no need for that to be a corner. No, the ball exactly. was going at like exactly. about 0.0001 mile an hour. And I thought we were going to concede from the corner because A, what you've just said, the needlessness of it, and also the fact that there was a lot of mocking of Josh Sarger yeah. going on. Which probably meant he was going to score. <laughs> I was getting rather worried. The question is, is he now Josh Officer instead rather than Josh Sargent after that, uh, Josh, after that miss? Josh Private. <laughs> yeah, a terrible, terrible execution. And almost as bad as our puns. Exactly. And as we eloquently put it, the Albion fans... That's why you're going down. That's why you're going down. I think they probably will, to be honest. But anyway, well, that's a bit of a digression. There's a bit of a gap now between the bottom three and uh, and Leeds. Yeah, it's, yeah, chasm is developing, isn't it? And with with that chance, though, the Josh Sargent chance, it's weird because from our view in the away end, which is the same side as the TV camera, but further along towards the side, it looked it looked like he had acres and acres of, of space to to slow down, as you said, to trap the ball, have a look around, see if he can find. A, a teammate and yet on TV it actually looked a bit more urgent didn't it strangely which shows how um, I think misleading TV cameras can be yeah. um, I also think that it was well before goal that Duffy cleared it and he was yeah. and he's yeah. not exactly the quickest yeah. highlights of the Arsenal game also misleading match of the day I'm looking at you anyway coming back to this game yeah I mean so we I mean it was a nil-nil either team could have snatched it 
We had a controversial penalty incident. We had Trossard hitting the bar with what looked like a direct shot on goal. It turned out to be saved onto the bar, yeah. which I didn't realise at the time. No, I didn't either. We, we had one of those views we couldn't really see for sure. Um, and Mope missing a pretty decent chance later on as well. Right near the end. And, and Lalonde had a decent effort, which for yeah. once he not only kept it down, he actually kicked it into the ground. Crawl made the better saves, I'd say. Kind of, yeah, I think so. Out of the two keepers. So. For and all yet, Norwich had more shots. And yet, yeah, Danny, Dan, Danny Byrne saved us a couple of times. Well, last I think the problem seconds. for Norwich is they had this great idea for an attacker and go round the back and, uh, and use and get in behind our defence which is a pretty in principle a pretty good idea because like, without Webster our defence doesn't that pace what they forgot is their attack also lacks pace so yes. our players had chance to get back and kind of take make the tackle as well Just Pookie and also lacked good. the first touch as well Pookie looks good and I do like him I think he's a good player but he isn't really that pacey is no. he when it's all said a com- a combina- well if Pookie was pacey given his start for a league he'd have got a big move to a decent yeah. at least mid-table West Ham sort of team by now but he's not I mean, and if they if had a decent first touch or a bit of pace between them that have got in behind two or three times yeah. which does leave you a bit worried about what happened Saturday and the week after exactly. as well because Man City's attack and Liverpool's attack good, they, have a decent first touch <laughs> and also have a bit of pace between them as well yeah. so yeah, yeah I mean, I mean I, Mohamed Salah would have absolutely probably scored a hat-trick against us on Saturday frankly well quite it doesn't matter really just stand front, 10 people behind the ball and watch him go round the ball that seems yeah. to be uh, part of the course with Mohamed Salah at the moment he's looking more and more Messi-esque by the day isn't he he is. I, I would say Messian. Uh, Messian. Yes. I, w- I would. I would concur with the assertions by some, including but not exclusively Liverpool fans, that he is currently the best player in the world at this moment in time. Yeah, I think that's not he much. Is in, he is in some other zone, isn't he, at the moment? Anyway, Certainly in terms of in position, anyway. Yeah. And then some pretty useful defenders around, and that's sort of like Van Dijk and that sort yeah. of thing, who are pretty good but certainly in his position yeah maybe not but, to our benefit in two weeks time when we're playing but certainly this weekend when he but, was but maybe it's to our benefit when we Watford. get him a free transfer a couple of years time <laughs> yeah. when his Liverpool contract's not been renewed yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah we could tap him up couldn't when, we? when we're Champions League t- we're winners and all that yeah, we, just, we, can, we can promise you Champions League we're going to take Liverpool's place next season in the Champions League top four you know. now you know yeah you know you know top four we definitely will be in a few weeks you know absolutely yeah, yeah. absolutely no um, lie but no, I mean, he, he, he helped um, keep further distance between us and Watford, amongst others. When all said and yeah, done, it's, it's a point, isn't it? To be honest, given the injuries we've got at the moment and given what's happened with other other issues around the club as well, yeah. I'm still very much of a mind that, you know, teams at the bottom, you know, Watford lost, Newcastle lost, Burnley lost. Yeah, yeah. well, City, but to be fair. Only 2-0, yeah. not 5-0. No, which what's is going on, Man yeah. City? And <laughs> Norwich obviously drew. So and, Le- and Leeds... Yeah, I don't regard Leeds as going don't like to go down, but they still don't you? They still they're struggling at the moment. Yeah, they'll find a way. But they've got injury problems. Yeah. Which which the pundits are happy to mention. But they never mention ours. Yeah. Injuries. They'll mention loads of other teams' injuries. They never mention ours. Tarek Lamptey is still not match fit. We'll talk about that a bit more later on in this episode. Basuma wasn't match fit. And actually, I think in the end, that's probably a large part of why he was on the bench rather than the other stuff we might be talking about later on. Um, we've got Webster out. We've got Welbeck out, who's just celebrated his his first year anniversary with us. He was yeah. tweeting about that, by the uh, way. I, and happy anniversary to you, Danny. Yeah, happy anniversary, Danny. We do, miss, well we do miss you a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think his movement and his quality... I do... My, I have frustrations at times with Graham Potter. You know, I mean, you know, you know I mean, I'm not going to hide the fact that I, at times last year, thought maybe that we need to look somewhere else, possibly. Mm. We didn't sign a striker, we needed to look somewhere else. Um, and I, obviously, he's doing an amazing job now. Great. But the one player that I feel that we have like, a fine space and is creative hardly gets any time, and that's McAllister, who I know you're a fan of as well. Oh, big time. Yeah. And he doesn't seem to get the time on the pitch. He's mm. only got one goal in the last three games, and that was like a late, late goal against Palace. Why not give McAllister a start the weekend? Why not give him a go? Considering the options we've got up front. What, this weekend? Yeah, coming? this weekend yeah. coming. Yeah. I mean, I would have started him at Norwich anyway. I th- I've got a feeling, and it's been said loads before, but Pascal Grosch is not really offering anything an open play, and I don't feel that yeah. his set pieces have been good enough so far recently that you justify him getting with the stats that he has. So I would I would replace him with McAllister at the weekend, personally. That would be my choice. Um, and then, yeah, ideally bring Webster back in defence if we can, if he's fit, if, if he's not, then fair enough. Or Lamptey, because we need some pace, because City obviously have pace to burn, and, yeah. Yeah. and having burned Duncan Duffy against them, with Voltman at right wing back is going to be worrying, frankly. Yeah, because I mean, the thing with the, the setup of the weekend was that we set it up. We had we had um, Duffy, Duncan, Burn centre back. We had obviously we had Veltman on the right wing, 
and then we have Kukurea on the on the left, and Moda, Lalana, and Grosh as the central midfielders, yeah. and and then obviously Trossard with uh, more power up front. And um, my issue with that is, I think when we go forwards. <laughs> Kukurea is adventurous. He's getting quite far forward. Veltman can do as well. I don't think you, you call, can call Kukurea a left wing back. I mean, he basically yeah. wanders into the centre of five. And he's yeah. quite often, I mean, I, yeah, he's been brilliant to design, but if he wanted to be a left wing back, he needs to get back more than he does, frankly. Yeah. And that's why we were able to give Norwich the opportunities to possibly sting us and cause us some unexpected problems. In a game where I felt we should have won, both before, during, and after that match, I felt we should have won it, based on what we, what the opportunities were to take. They were there for the taking. They were a team that we should have beaten. But I felt that we we still had a, a soft underbelly in this game. For all the clean sheets we've had, I think it's like 15 in 35 or something, which is 14 in 35, which is pretty bloody good in the Premier League. When all said and done. We gave them opportunities in this match. We looked slow in defence, tracking back. Yeah. Kukurea, you've alluded to that already. Veltman, he got a, he got a soft booking. I mean, it was a booking, but I mean, yeah. it's soft in terms yeah, of... Yeah, he didn't have, need but, to do yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Like... And, uh, and other players as well in defence also got bookings. And, and we looked like they, we could have been got at by Norwich. That's a better concerning. team would have, would have won that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we were, I was chatting earlier. It's like, I think Norwich... They had a great, pl- yeah, they had a great plan, and it wor- would have worked really well if they had any pace up front, and or a first touch in Sargent's case, second half when Burn got back. And there's a lot of fuss about Burn. It was like a lot of comments saying how wonderful he was, and how he made two great blocks. And the club have shown those, and they were great blocks, although the player shouldn't let him. But he also made two or three really costly errors potentially as well. There's one when Duffy kept it in play and played to him, and he was dozing, and the defender and the striker got the ball off him and actually kind of won. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and actually kind of attacked from there there was another couple where he lost the ball because he was a bit slow and he isn't a first choice player and I hate to say it given the start he's actually Norris Duffy if we're going to be like competing with like some, I think if we you know if we can get our first choice back we'll have Veltman Duncan Webster in central defence yeah. that will be our central defence with, with Lamptey and Cucciarella as wing backs and maybe with the options we've got, March may play further forward, actually, because we've got not that many extracting options these it's days. It's about how ambitious we want to be, and, and that's not to be the careful what you wish for yeah. thing. It's not, it's, not, it's not the Alan Kerbyshe with Charlton scenario. Yeah. This is about how we could logically step on from what we've got, build on what we've got. It's not changing yeah. managers, it's not changing philosophies. It's about personnel. But I, yeah, and I think there's been a lot of talk about how you know our stats this year aren't the same in terms of we are winning games, but we're nicking them but we're not actually winning games by playing the way we did last season and I wonder how much that is down to having Duffy and then to a degree since then burn in central defence as well because we can't afford to push so far forward you yeah. know with, with, without Webster and that sort of thing we, we play a bit deeper possibly yeah absolutely yeah I think the, the midfield was the issue wasn't it it was the mid, it was the issue at Palace I think it was it was to some degree resolved against Arsenal and it was more about the finishing yeah. and chance creation in that game but it came back I think in this match because I think Moda first of all I don't think had his best game I think Lalana did play quite well but then made a couple yeah, of sloppy L- errors Lallana played got I a think, silly booking as well Lallana well I, I didn't think that was a, I mean we've got to discuss the referee probably at some point later yeah, on but yeah. he, he basically made every decision that he could in Norwich's favour yeah. including the one big decision in the game which I think he got wrong but we'll yeah. come to that we'll talk, in a bit we'll talk about that in a minute yeah, yeah. but I, I do think that 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 combination of three, Moda, Lalana, and Grosh, doesn't give you enough. Yeah, it's not enough pace. Enough. You need some beef. If it's not Basuma, um, then fine. Okay, if he's not available or whatever, fine. But we need to have somebody else that can do. But that I think Moda might be okay, but he's paid further forward, and he seems to be up permanently up the pitch. And it's like, well, mm. he's the one who should be the, the pivot of that three, who should be the one who gets stuck in because that's you know, it's a lot more his game than Grosh's or Lalana's. If we're going to play those three, yeah, yes. And it seemed to me that Lalana was the man played deeper. Yeah, and I, I think it's weird because he not had a for good that, game, but not yeah. for that reason. It's, it's for him to control it. But yeah, but it, yeah, we need someone who's going to get stuck in in that position. So it's not like more, we're not so good that we can afford to have a kind of like passing, kind of like mi- midfield general passing it round. Yeah, in that position, we need someone who's actually going to get stuck in and get the ball. Yeah, Zuma is the obvious answer, but Moda, yeah. to be fair, is a much more of an answer than the other two. I mean, Lalana was playing more as a deep pivot, and that's too deep for him. Yeah. he's a creative player. 
he should be at least halfway line. Yeah, I thought I thought Dunn had a pretty good game till generally. Yeah, I, I did. did I, I did. Yeah. I thought Dunn probably have man the match from my point of view. I think he, for everyone, he had a defence who didn't make any errors and he can he covered it quite well at times. Yeah. And a couple of times attacking, he came forward and broke forward and got balls yeah. into the box. There was a dangerous threat in the. Uh, end of the first somewhere near the end of the first half where there was a dangerous threat down the right side and he he, he ran on he, he got nonchalant slowed down realised I, I can time this timed his tackle and almost broke free to their guy but he still got it away and it, it, was, it was good defending he's just so he's just there were two good covering tackles from Dunk two from Duffy yeah. two from Byrne one of Byrne's was a recovery from his own mistake. Yeah. And, and, and he made a couple of other mistakes The other mistakes one was superb, well. towards the end yeah. from Pukki. But as you said, Pukki's not the fastest striker. If you've got... Yeah. Well, North Sargent as well. And in that yeah. one there, Byrne got back against him you, when he, he pushed the ball away from, away from goal and exactly. in doing so, lost his ground. Exactly. And that's why Dunk was able to, to get across. Make, make that mistake against Sterling or Salah and it's 1-0. Yeah. Well, probably not Sterling. Well, it won't be 1-0. We'll be losing by Probably not Sterling to us as well. Oh, yeah, Sterling in the doghouse. So we'll have him if you want. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll take him on Saturday if you want. <laughs> I'm sure that's allowed, you know. Yeah, well, we can I'm just... I'm sure it's going to be fine. You know. Unofficially so, we can just score our own goals for them. That'll do. But um, it is frustrating because I think we... The last three games, we've not got the points that we should have arguably got. If yeah. we played a better team, if we'd obviously have the Thuma and that sort of thing, yes, fair enough. But if we'd actually had a better team than we... we might have done it's, it's frustrating because we've now got a couple of games where we probably will lose and then it's a matter of all of a sudden we've got to, if we don't win against Newcastle we've got to suddenly we're looking at well we've had, we maybe not quite made the most of our start I'm not saying we're in trouble or anything like that but we've, we've not made the most of our start that we had I have to say on that matter I think Newcastle absolute dog shit um, I, I think we'll beat them I, I really I think they're terrible they're, they did yeah. score after two minutes against Tottenham. Yeah, that's all just um, high chicks, isn't it? It's a big club and all that, you know. They're all so excited, aren't they? Yeah. And Eric Dyer scored a goal for them. Yeah, yeah. Before his big money move in January. <laughs> um, I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we end up pulling a result against City now, because it's just the way of the Albion, yeah. isn't it? We screwed yeah, up against I'm, Norwich. I'm much more confident, I'm ignoring the fact that obviously we're doing anyway at home, but I'm much more confident against City and Liverpool. Liverpool look yeah. untouchable at the moment, basically. Yeah. Kind of. I know they got draw at Brentford Drew with them, that sort of thing, but yeah. I think generally they, they look brilliant, whereas yeah, yeah. City look, I'm, I'm, I'm look gonna, beatable. I'm going to call it out, Peter. A lot of people are going, oh, it's a reality check, blah, 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 we're slipping down, now we've got a couple of tough games, we'll end up well, in the table We didn't slip down, we slipped up this weekend. I know, ironically, <laughs> we have. But over the next two weeks, we'll slip down mid-table, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't concur with that idea at all. I think we we underachieved last year, partly due to bad luck, partly due to decisions, partly due, due to profligacy in front of goal. There's a mixture of things. And, and, and maybe we didn't, the latter, though, and maybe we didn't create the, the, the chances we should have done as well. We still missed some absolute sitters, though. I mean, well, like, we did. Yeah, we did. All of that's together. This year... It's been a different manifestation. We've we've done the opposite. We've almost been overachieved, bizarrely clinical, until the last two or three games. And the worry a lot of people have got is Arsenal and Norwich shows. Well, actually, more Arsenal. Yeah, was, I, was say, typical, I, don't, I don't think Norwich did. Anything. Norwich was we didn't really create any chances yeah. that much. It's like Trossard was barely a chance that yeah. chip. But, but we've, as you said, we've got these injuries. Basuma was missing from those three games. It's no coincidence. We failed yeah. to win all, all three of those matches. Yes, we didn't lose any of them either, but, but we didn't win them. Where- the worry is that all, all things being equal, everything <laughs> gets sorted out. Basuma will be going in the summer anyway. So we've got to find a way to win yeah. them without Basuma. Between now and then. Yeah. But we've got other players who were impactful, who haven't been involved recently, yeah. such as Webster, but more importantly, yeah. such Not as Not so Lamptey. much Webster. We haven't really conceded, we haven't conceded, only conceded one goal in that time. We went to a different a- team with Lamptey, didn't yeah. we? And Lamptey isn't Lamptey yet. Lamptey is, is a different uncle. I thought when he came on, he, the first 10 minutes he looked really lively and the whole team looked a lot more lively in that yeah. process. Everything seemed to be happening yeah. down there, didn't it? And he sparked, obviously it was right in front of us at the way end. And he, he sparked it and it was really, looked really exciting. And I think a couple of times he lost the ball and then he lost, lost a little bit of confidence, I think, possibly, to have a real I agree with that and I do think he was reticent as well. Clearly, it's a thing to do with injuries, especially yeah. hamstring injuries. He also probably didn't want to be like stuck upfield while we conceded the goal or whatever as well. Which exactly, is yeah, there's that. But I, I think in terms of taking players on, knocking the ball past them and running on, or just running past them with the ball, he was reticent in those regards. And yeah. I think that's not a, not a criticism. I think it's understandable because he's just come back from a, a 
a ten yeah. month and also, hamstring injury. Frankly, I would that's, rather that's he. Something else, I would rather he took a little bit off his speed. Absolutely. And didn't and was yeah. like you know, maybe yeah. like a couple of you know a yeah. bit slower, but still able to really yeah. go at players. So, so and didn't have hamstring issues. The initiative was all down that side. What it was was he was getting a lot of the ball. There was a lot of enthusiasm around him, and Trossard started to gravitate that way a lot, didn't he? And other players as well. And there was a lot of link-up play, but what was happening was Lampard was... Oh, sorry. Lampard? Lampty was cutting inside and tending to play easier balls and just shorter link-up play balls, which weren't really going anywhere. The Lampty we know would have knocked the ball past... Yeah, and had a go. um, The guy who was on a yellow card just before he came on and as soon as he got the yellow card I said right get Lamptey on and in fact we got Lamptey on almost immediately yeah. was it coincidental with the timing also of the yellow I think Beltman obviously had been booked as well himself and so. Beltman had been booked so there was it was a double whammy take our guy off is on a yellow plus also put pressure on yeah. their guy on a yellow I, I think it was just fortuitous timing but anyway he didn't really do what I was then hoping to happen which was to really drive at the guy and, and force him into fouls but I can understand why not because yeah. I do think he's going to he's going to be cagey he's he's probably had a relapse at some point during his recovery oh he definitely has yeah so, like, so he's not only had the he initial had a, he had a 23 game quite a long time ago and then didn't play after that yeah so he's, he's had setbacks after trying to recover so he's coming in for his first game in the Premier League and admittedly he had more time in the Swansea game of the League Cup but 45 minutes and this game he had well, that's what, still a while ago still over a month ago. ago yeah yeah so I think he's cagey he's reticent he's worried but he he's still looked more threatening in a lot of ways than any of other players in the second too. half yeah and he still there were two or three things he did and little link up things which it did was make so it good to see him live as well it's the first time I know at last we've yeah. seen him live cheers to that Absolutely. Finally, after Absolutely. like, I read he's a player quite like, so well acclaimed in their first game for Albion. I was quite anxious but, about that. Like, I'd seen Ben White play before he moved. I was anxious about Lamptey. I think, is this going to be one of those freak scenarios where I'll never see this player play for us? But he, he, he was great. In terms of, I mean, he got stuck in. Yeah. And what happened, and we'll, we'll talk about the referee more in a minute. Uh, this was symptomatic of the referee, though. Lamptey is a player who's very slight. He's very tiny in terms of his height. He's not particularly well built at all either. And he puts himself about and he gives as good as he gets. That's what Maximum remembers from last year when he, he kind of shoved him off the ball and meant Maximum to get off the pitch, whatever, kind of like to get substituted yeah. after about 25 minutes, embarrassed by. Yeah. So he, he's going in, just doing 50 50 challenges, which are so simply that nothing more, nothing less. 50 50 challenges, let the ball roll. No, not this referee. He blew up every single time. Do you not remember that, that, really, that really dirty challenge on Batshuayi last year in the penalty box? I mean, he is, he is a pretty physical, thuggish oh, player. That was brutal, you know? wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Pizza, yeah. He, you know, he basically kind of like took his, took his whole, like, kind of took him apart, basically. I'm only annoyed you haven't mentioned this sooner. Right. <laughs> he was such a physical, dirty player, you know. Yeah. And Batshuayi is such a, like, you know, midget. But have you ever seen a small, slight guy being chastised penalised oh, yeah. pulled up I mean, as many times can I go into my referee rant now well, yeah. that, we'll do but after I finish my little mini rant he puts himself about but nothing more than just yeah. good as he gets type of stuff and every single time I've seen Lamptey challenge a free kick's been given against him not just this season in the past as well but a dreadful sending off at Villa as well last year which yeah, is completely exactly, ridiculous which was a joke and in this game the last of the three incidents I'm talking about was a really looped ball over to the yeah, court. and he leapt like he, he must have got about seven foot off the air, leapt with the other guy who leapt less because he isn't so tall, so short. And Lamptey, I was concerned how he landed because I thought he's coming from quite a height, didn't quite get much on it, landed. It was a 50 50, there's nothing in it, let the ball roll. And he, uh, he gave the free kick, and he also and gave one for like a linesman game, having missed a blatant one of one of our players. Yeah, when it was Lamptey was shoulder to shoulder with their guy and just outstrengthed him basically. But yeah. he, was, he must have been like, well, he's so small, he can't. How is he getting picked up for this? Yeah. This happens the other well, way around usually. Okay, so you usually see the bigger guy, don't you? Does in, in the case and of he Saturday, gets unfairly penalised. In the case of Saturday, hopefully it's because the referee was an absolute joke. Well, he was Peter joke. Banks is a terrible referee. How on earth he is in the Premier League is beyond me. I mean, a man is genuine. I don't think I've seen a game where he's had a good refereeing game. I'm going in with he, that as well. He is, 100% he is dreadful. If you're listening, Steve, it, and if you're in, in the refs' union on this one, yeah. I, I, we, we apologise. If he's, if he's an example dreadful. of what is coming up for in the lower leagues, then frankly the Premier League is fucked. Yeah. Because he is one of the worst referees I think I've ever seen. We'll get and, onto the penalty in a minute, but the Nicolese yeah. stuff 
every single decision, every single division, 60 40 even, 70 30 even, went Norwich's way. Yeah. Literally all of them. Three problems played. I've got with that. First of all, it's going to frustrate the players unfairly yeah. more than they should be frustrated because they're not getting a fair deal. Yeah. Secondly, it's going to frustrate the fans in the same way, and that is very, very infuriating indeed. And thirdly, that can have an effect on. Well, it breaks the flow of the game, yeah. up, which. So he wasn't doing it to Norwich. He let Norwich get away. He shoved in the back. There was like, example, yeah. a couple of times where Dunk got shoved in the back from behind. No free kick. But yet yeah, they were. So as an example of my about the Lalana booking as well. Yeah. Right? yeah. So as an example of my frustration, Lalana gets booked for something that I was regarded as pretty petty, to be honest. I mean, yeah. Feltman, no issue with that. That was a pretty clear booking. Yeah. I think enough. their first booking was similar. It was like was holding on to Grosh. The guy yeah. basically hugged him. Also, but then yeah. Lalana, did, the guy turned away. He, he might have caught him, but he didn't mean to. He was kind of like it. It was pretty pretty. Cucciarella again was behind him you could argue possibly was a bit more of booking but it wasn't like a clear one second half Mope gets away from their guy runs in towards with Trossard towards goal the guy basically pulls him back yeah no booking yeah. how is that consistent he's like 20 yards from goal Mope he's like we're trying to start a it's a professional foul isn't it it's, yeah it's, it's, it's the guy would have expected a booking there he would have come away from that thinking I'm going to get a yellow card and yet he doesn't book him hmm. how is that consistent how, how is that and it's like it's not I, I understand that some referees are different some referees aren't that's fine so I don't I'm not particularly demanding that every single time someone's pulled back in a situation or Lalana does something like that it's booked what I'm saying is in the same game how can you give a yellow card for one thing where Lalana's just like the guy's turned away from me he's been slightly misdirected and he's clipped him to, and not for someone being basically pulling Mope down when, through, when running at the defence yeah. how is that you know and yeah Peter Banks is genuinely a dreadful oh, referee and whoever was on the VAR as well that weekend Graham how, Scott Graham Scott of course yeah. Else, yeah. how on earth well. did he manage to miss that penalty it was so I know it wasn't a huge contact but when you're going through on goal at pace any contact is a, is a penalty no question he stops you know Mope carries on because he parries on because he's trying to stay on his feet because he's got an open goal mm. he then goes down because he can't stay on his feet and yeah it was, it was a dreadful decision and you said Norwich fans some Norwich fans are claiming that yeah he, he dives and that sort of looks like that well, yeah. why wasn't he booked because yeah. I, 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 I agree with the notion that it isn't necessarily a penalty or a booking when someone goes over but they were saying he then, died which he clearly in this didn't. particular instance it is one or the other yeah. because he's and, and there's he's a got lo- absolutely no reason he wasn't off balance and referees and you've been to the, the at some point to speak to Steve actually about this referees yeah. and, and and officials and that sort of thing moan about the fact that players go down easily how are players supposed to stay on their feet if they get punished for staying on their feet trying to stay on their feet yeah we missed out because we tried to be if, honest if Mopi had gone straight down there he'd have got a penalty I'm pretty it's sure and it wouldn't game. have been overruled it's happened in another game I can't recall we'll at the moment and then there's we talked about the Montoya, Montoya one that passed a couple years ago Paris, yeah. where he, got, he clearly got fouled but then carried on trying to take a shot because he was yeah. trying to stay on his feet an inferior and it, shot because he was off yeah, balance exactly. and yet we get nothing for that and it's like why as a player would you stay on your feet yeah. if you're going to get nothing for it as compared to getting a penalty so if you don't. Can, can nobody ever, ever from now on complain about players yeah. diving? Because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? I, I encourage yeah. And it's now. not even diving. It's like, you understand why Mo Salah now goes down easily because it's like, if he gets a sighted contact, well, he's not going to get anything if he, doesn't, yeah. if he carries on all, and goes down. All that down. tells you is, yeah, he's a, good, he's a brilliant player and it also tells you he's a savvy player yeah. from an earlier point until, in time. Until reveries in VAR start looking at and going like, well, he tried to stay on his feet but he clearly was clipped players will go down easily yeah. because I fully endorse us going down easily yeah. now, from now on forevermore because if my pick goes straight down it doesn't work if my pick goes straight down there which he could have done probably because he probably was off balance yeah. it's a penalty Yeah, but because he tries to stay on his feet and tries to do the right thing and tries to score yeah. a goal and, and, and then falls over he gets accused of diving and gets nothing yeah, it's farcical it's farcical and that VAR, he isn't given it and how on earth VAR watches that hmm. and doesn't pick up on it you can see it it's patently obvious to see and there shouldn't be any issue with it at all fair enough just play the game let's see the situation out and then just give the honest decision the honest the yeah. correct decision but that's that not what, happening that's, that's what VAR happening. is there for yeah it's not it's failing on that level yeah. it's failing we had a discussion before, yeah. before that's we not just to do with VAR is we, it actually we had a discussion about the pod whether, and there was a thread in North Stand chat earlier as well I saw has VAR gone too far the other way I, I, I definitely prefer this incarnation of it to I last do seasons. but I think the issue the issue I had before was like the offsides by a, yeah. a centimetre that sort that's of thing. definitely improved and that has been taken off that's yeah. fine yeah. but the fact that yeah Tarkowski isn't having yeah. his goal rule out for basically shoving Mope in the yeah. chest it's the infringement Mope, in the box has gone too yeah. far the other way it's gone from anything and I, I agree the Liverpool penalty at the Amex 
I think under the rules that was the correct decision, despite what Liverpool fans say. However, yeah. in the essence of the, you know, yeah. in the, the feeling of the game, should it have been no? But Mopé should have been a penalty. Mopé, yeah, exactly. Uh, he's about to score and he gets infringed by the keeper yeah. it doesn't matter whether it's a tight touch or he basically kind of takes him out completely yeah. it's still a penalty and yeah there's clear clips of of, of, of cruel kind of touch yeah. clipping him yeah. so why has VAR not overruled it or, yeah. sent, or sent it back to the referee or whatever yeah. he clearly can see he caught him yeah. it's not even it's not even a question no one questions whether he caught him if he caught him yeah. it's a penalty so Neil you're a shithouser you know, you're you're under understanding Next time, yourself. Go down mental. early. Go down early. It's it's in your genes, surely. And it's and it's frustrating <laughs> because they all all officials moan about how can we do our job when players go down so easily. It's like, well, if you did your job, players wouldn't need to go down so easily. Exactly. If you Chicken if you actually were competent. Chicken and egg. And if you didn't have Peter Banks, the referee, who is, yeah, frankly, shambles. probably up there, if not the worst in Premier League, I think. He's a shambles. Yeah. The other the other. I hope we don't have him for a long time. With, with Although we have got Kevin Friend at the weekend, apparently, oh, which is God. friend to no one. <laughs> We've, Friend by name, yeah, we've not got, by nature. He's got even fortunes from games he's refereed. Yeah, it's because he's incompetent, as you're saying earlier. He's, he's just generally incompetent yeah. rather than biased and competent. Um, the other issue with, I mean, we had, they had three bookings in this game, I think it was three or four. We had five. It wasn't that kind that, of game yeah, at it, all, was it? Now, and it was a fussy yeah. referee who, who laid his, his cards down. He, he booked Veltman. I think was kind of like obviously no I question about sure that. Sure as hell, no he never that. referees a Palace but, Brighton game, but then he or he, an Everton Liverpool once game, he or put a Liverpool Lana, Man U game. He pretty much laid his marker down because yeah. once he put Lallana yeah. for that, you then have a basically you have to try and follow it up. And then the irony is the most blatant booking for it to the game when Mope went through and and the guy hauled him back was not given. It's like well, how is yeah. how is it consistent? We we pick up too many bookings one way or the other. Yeah. Now part of that is I think we're too sloppy and we make silly stupid. Yeah ones that we don't need to pick up um, and and you get things like uh, Basuma got sent off 3-0 up against Newcastle that, I mean, that's a red card not a yellow but there's a, there's a number of examples where we've done unnecessary stuff that is true fair play but some of this stuff is to do with niggly yeah. booking was it Leicester or Arsenal there's a very niggly ref I think it was the Leicester game yeah was, Arsenal was, was pretty there, was not, there wasn't really much in Arsenal lots, free kicks are lots of niggly stuff yeah it irritates me. It irritates me as a fan, as a neutral watching a game. It irritates me as a fan of a club yeah. who's on the receiving end of this shit. Um, and I, I just don't understand. Yeah, you, you say why. watching that back without any sort of. Back, you say it was a two or three booking game, maybe four. Yeah. You wouldn't say it was like a five for no. us and a three or four for Ridiculous. them. Yeah. Ridiculous. It sounds like the worst kind of derby, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he just, should never be yeah. officiating well, the North London derby, the Birmingham derby, the Sheffield. I mean, frankly, he should have been officiating anything. The, 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 the man you. should not be officiating football. Full stop. Exactly, exactly. Give me the job. How, I'll on, do it. how on earth is Peter Banks a Premier League official? I don't understand. He is dreadful. Yeah, Jonathan Moss as well. Oh, Jonathan, jo- how's Jonathan Moss passing the fitness test? By the way, yeah, that's a very interesting that. question. I think as well. Anyway, we, we that Wolves game last year, Jonathan Moss did was t- obviously the dunk thing wasn't his fault. That was a blown red card, but. All the stuff around Burn basically being like hugged in the area and not being given and that oh, sort of yeah, thing. It's like he was, yeah. And then sending Mope off after the game for basically saying he was useless yeah. was embarrassing. Well, in terms of chances, both sides claim they could have won it. I mean, obviously, Josh Sargent, that's an absolute merit at the end of the first half. Pookie, couple of chances. Dan Byrne saved us um, for sure. And our defence in the end. Well, I'm not sure else. he did save us before I'm not sure that they frankly would have shot that well. So. <laughs> no, but that was a brilliant, especially the second yeah. saving challenge was brilliant because the stakes were high there, weren't they? Yeah. And they're good from the penalty spot. If we had conceded yeah. a penalty there, that would have been a nightmare. But he, he hooked with, with his, um, his nearer leg, which was the right leg, he hooked, hooked the ball and it came back off Pookie. We got the goal kick. Absolutely Perfect. brilliant. Perfect. Perfect scenario. Um, so they had, the, they had their threats, but we had our chances. We had the penalty incident. That should have been a penalty. We had Lalana kick into the ground, bouncing back up. Good save from Troll. Yeah. We had Trossard. He didn't really want to keep that down, Lalana. Actually, I thought he, he, was gonna... he did. Yeah, he was probably conscious of Raymond's yeah. the gents, uh, heavy criticism of him kicking it over the bar you, on a gonna, regular basis. I thought you were going to say Raymond was like trying to tackle him. <laughs> well, he might have been doing. Yeah, he'd been there. Yeah. But, um, and then also the rebound was quite well blocked. I think it was like whoever it was. It was, was it, yeah. yeah. Duffy or Burman trying yeah. to get like a. I think it was Duffy. Duffy trying to get a shot yeah. away, and it was the guy basically kind of blocked it because actually if he had a free shot, it was like six yards out. Yeah. So that and, was decent. And then you've got that brilliant move that led to Trossard's shot that hit yeah. the bar. I mean, basically, Trossard was um, laid the ball out wide, the ball came in, and Morpay 
I'm sort of like a cushion, yeah. slight sort of yeah. volleyball back yeah. over, over wider to Trossard, who immediately hooked it with his left foot. Perfect, beautiful technique. Really nice shot. We thought from the away end, because it was the far end to the left, as we looked, that it had hit the bar directly. It turned out from Match of the Day highlights, which we both saw later, that actually Tim Krul had tipped it onto the bar. And therefore, from what we could see on TV, it looked like the initial shot was going to, I would say, probably go in off the underside. That's what it and looked like, that kind of shot. So that's a brilliant save. Yeah, I, I thought it was just gone straight to the bar, yeah. so I had no concept so that it was... If that or the penalty or both yeah. had gone in, it's a different game, isn't and it? Second it's half, an easy win. Until the Mope those. chance, we didn't really create that much, did we? It was no. like kind of... But, that and, but that's that, it, we take our chances when they yeah. come. Yeah, we could have put the penalty away. Trossard did yeah. have a very good shot. We could have been 2-0 up and cruising. Thought, I thought the big difference was second half was that... Um, Trossard didn't really come out second half. No, he didn't. He, he was he had brilliant. The one I thought run, he, he was he, the one. Yeah. It. yeah, but even then he should have passed to Mope on a wing. Which wasn't on match and of the he, day. And he should by have passed way. to Mope on a wing. Then he had a number of chances. <laughs> Mope was out wide, and he had a chance yes. to play out to him. Yes. and then he went into the crowd in a way, and yeah. actually got through a few, and yeah, couldn't quite get a proper shot away. But yeah. he should have played it out wide. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought he was really good second first half. He was our best attacker. He offered a lot yeah. more than anyone else. The second half, he didn't really come out. He after definitely half-time. faded, didn't he? Yeah. And I he, think apart from the link-up play with, with Tarek, which was limited in terms of effectiveness. Um, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, no worries. Um, Thank you very much, guys. No worries. No worries. <laughs> Watching some stuff for people. Uh, that's what we do. That's what we do. Live on air. While we're, we're <laughs> podcasting. Um, and. Um, I think, yeah, apart from that and that weaving run where he just spooned it wide in the end, uh, he, he faded. He definitely did fade. What was positive is, is you look at the bench, Basuma, okay, he's coming back from injury. Lamptey's coming back from injury. Um, McAllister wasn't used. Um, and then you've got Solly March who came on. Now, Solly yeah. March, I think he obviously created the chance for Morpay, which when all was said and done, whatever had gone before, it was nil-nil, final moments. Yeah. We saw this chance. We weren't sure that Solly was going to be able to create the space. Solly did really well there. But the way he touched it and the way he moved, he created the room to go past effectively a couple of players, cut the ball in. Morpay had to get a half-touch yeah. half on it. I think it's one it, of those ones that looks a lot worse than actually is, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It was, it was, you had to be subtle. It had to yeah. be very accurate. And I think he needed. It, ironically, a, if he'd missed it, it might have been better because the defender might have poked it into the goal. Yeah, he might have done, yeah. <laughs> but, a, but a half touch would have put it, it in the goal. It was a superb cross, though. And Solly did well there. So well, yeah. Strength and depth on the bench. And, and the other one, it's interesting. I, I know obviously there'll be a lot, probably a lot of people disagreeing with this, but I wondered if it was Connolly's sort of game. Norwich were ever more That's pushing for a goal yeah, when their defence was pretty slow. Well, I said whether that, his pace behind the defence would be a... That's what we were saying. We, we thought they, they would get at a ball yeah. in defence. And I said... Whether game. he'd have taken a chance or whatever, that sort of thing, I don't know. Well, I said at the game, but If he's not going to do it in this sort of game with a pretty average defence who are pretty slow and pushing forward, because yeah. they needed the points as much as we did, you know, they needed to win. So it was like an open game the last 20 minutes. Why not give Connolly a go it in that was, situation? Yeah. I, I said that in the grounds to... I had uh, Robin, friend of the show. If, if he's ever going to be a useful option, hmm. other than if you desperately need to have Mopay's injured or something like that, surely that game, that position, would be the one to do it. Yeah. Yeah, we, he, he would have been right for it. I think he, he would have suited that game. I said it at the time. And also, with the, with the Mopay chance, when that happened, hmm. we said we, we looked at each other and said, that was it. We felt like there was going to yeah. be a chance. That was that chance. And then they had the last like yeah. couple of minutes of injury time. They had a couple of chances and Danny Byrne. a couple of free kicks. They were gifted by the referee as well. That oh. kind of. Also, can I just say the last minute? What do you want from your goalkeeper when they're putting a free kick in from like the halfway line to the box? Sanchez was superb. He came came to pretty much the edge of the area, just absolutely dominated that. Yeah, and did. took it yeah. you know there's no kind of like hanging around worrying about whether it's going to yeah. or heading clear and just getting back into the box and that sort of thing Sanchez just dominated that he was super like it was Liverpool in that last minute of that game yeah. he was brilliant there and he is to be fair so after a nightmare frankly first half against Burnley where he, mm. he came out and dropped and that sort of thing he's had another good, really good start to the season yeah I mean th- this game two things two points I want to make on Sanchez first of all this was a game where he made a glaring error admittedly it was distraction yeah. with Dunk it was a glaring error nonetheless he should have got more on that should have got it clear and he didn't and we got away with that no doubt about it it was out of his hands and we got away with it so he was lucky in that regard the other thing was at one point during the first half I saw that Sanchez was standing on the centre circle (laughs) you think my god that's something else isn't it that's a real sweeper keeper scenario there 
Um, it's synonymous with a mixture of confidence and just general team intent as, as displayed yeah. there, really, isn't it? Which is, which is one thing I wanted to mention. It comes out, he takes a shot from 20. Yeah. So, so the other thing was, um, obviously we had Basuma was on the bench and we've missed Basuma for the previous two games. He didn't start or indeed have any involvement in this match either. He's coming back from injury. Um, there may or may not be other matters to take into consideration as well. Um, but a couple of things to mention with him. I mean, first of all, at some point, I can't remember when it was in the game, he was warming up on the far side from where we were, which is the dugout side. And he was getting dogs abuse from a small number of people in the, the kind of the wedge directly opposite us to the right Norwich fans who were really spitting feathers about something I can't imagine what they might have been going on about but um, I don't know if that may have had anything to do with why he wasn't involved in the team or not who knows he's coming back from an injury I think we did miss him for sure um, I think it was important probably to keep him involved in the squad on the basis there's no reason not to particularly at this stage um, and it's encouraging maybe that the fact that uh, he's involved in that squad possibly yeah. we don't know what's happening going forward but maybe he'll be involved on Saturday we'll see we'll see but uh, it's a shame not to see him there but he did come on for a warm up at half time and he got a rousing reception yeah. for the album. Well, I thought he was coming on at half time because he was separately warming up but exactly, I maybe think yeah. he was I thought the same thing it's only afterwards I, I suddenly thought well actually maybe that's to do with injury with recuperation maybe, yeah. reasons that he's got a different run of kind of things to go through maybe I'm not sure because the others I mean there was Lamptey there was um, uh, uh, Muepo uh, March a few others were all warming up together weren't they yeah so everyone else was doing yeah. their kind of normal yeah. keepy uppy sort of and Lamptey Lamptey got a brilliant reception we've already mentioned that he yeah. played a part and it was great to see him in the flash even though he's yeah. not the Lamptey we know yet um, but McAllister we mentioned him I'm not sure if we mentioned it on air or not but McAllister is a player who both of us really rate yeah he um, did come on in the end didn't he for the last last five ten minutes was that him or was it was a third sub uh, after March and yeah and it was, it was, was him, him yeah. yeah but he didn't come but off, he doesn't get enough time he didn't come off for Lallana because Kukurea and Veltman both got bookings and they both got replaced by Lamptey and, and March and then Lallana was on the booking but McAllister didn't come off for him he came off for Modder I believe I think that's right yeah, yeah. yeah. which obviously they trusted Lallana yeah. to get another booking but ultimately um, yeah I mean uh, it, was, it was good the strength and depth on the bench when you look at it Basuma, yeah. McAllister Lamptey March great bench yeah Pretty I'd say good. one or two of the members of the first team is lacking possibly and I know there's a lot of fuss about Grosh back and forth and people like give up his stats but a lot of his stats are from set pieces and I'm not convinced that he's set pieces are good enough at the moment to justify him being in the team when he in all due fairness doesn't offer maybe enough from open play yeah. and my, my big worry about midfield and our team generally as well but especially our midfield is a bit too slow mm. and the number of times we miss a chance to like move the ball quicker and we go backwards instead and we kind of yeah. pull. and especially in a game against someone like Norwich where you know they are a bit slow at times you know maybe we could have mm. pushed forward and they were trying to get the ball behind us like, all the time whereas we didn't really do that very often and yeah. And it's it's frustrating because the number of times we like look like we're going to kind of push forward and then suddenly we got to step back and that suddenly that even even one of our better chances where we you know ended up with a decent shot they still had more players in the box and to block it at that point or yeah you know, so it's, we've said it many times before it's about moments football and yeah. one of those moments you know the Trossard the more pace scenarios yeah. for us Sergeant for them whatever I, I wouldn't even call Trossard I wouldn't even call Trossard a moment really in a way it was such a brilliant bit of I mean I think it was like meant to happen it was meant to do it it was game, such a brilliant it? bit of you know, innovation yeah. but it wasn't really a moment you know kind of, I think the, yeah, the penalty and the Sergeant okay, well, incident could, could change yeah. again. One of those happens, yeah. the others don't. And that would have been a, You've got a different That would have been a crazy goal. Wrong. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think once, but yeah, if you, I think what, probably once, if we scored the first goal, they probably would have dropped yeah. their heads after. A... No, we've we've scored one goal in three games. We failed to win in three games. That doesn't sound good. But we have had two clean, further clean sheets. Yeah. We're going somewhere towards a fifty percent clean sheet ratio at this rate. Yeah. Um, we're unbeaten in all but one games this season, which was home to Everton, where we had no pace and no wingers. Yeah. We've got a reason not to have won that game, and Everton were on better form than they are now. Um, it's it's been good overall. It yeah. does keep the unbeaten run going. Yes, we've got two games, very very losable games coming up, but we've got an unbeaten run going here, which is great, isn't it? All right, games in. We've only lost one match. We're fourth in the table, is it now? Yeah, and last season we won the next five games. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's pretty let's, easy, let's really. Let's do that again, shall we, sure, Peter? Just repeat that week up, probably. <laughs> Sorted. I'm, I'm re relatively yeah. happy. I'm in a strange way. I feel like it was a wasted opportunity. It, it but was. I wasn't in a gutted mood, I think, I think I think I was feeling more relaxed after the game because yeah. the longer it went on, the more chance I felt Norwich had of nicking it. And I thought they were, I thought they might do it. And they had the last chance. Yeah, they had the last them. chance. They yeah. had, they had, except for Mopey's a ch chance late on. I don't. I think we didn't really create a lot last half hour, and so really, you know, we, we threatened a bit, but we didn't really create a lot. So, yeah, I actually came away thinking a draw wasn't that bad a result. And in a way, it's a game we might have lost last season. Yeah, so one of the struggling teams, we might they might have nicked a goal, and we'd have not had the quality to get back into it. So, yeah. The the vitally I, important thing was we didn't lose the game. The simple, They've not gained any yeah. ground on us. Not that we're worrying about it. For, for all, the, all the fact we have a you know, relatively easy, not easy start, but winnable start from the season. Mm. We've got 15 points from eight games and we're fourth in the league. I mean, as much as, yes, we could have beaten Norwich, but you know, we probably aren't going to get anything for the next two games, etc. You can't really complain. To, I mean, even if we lose to Liverpool and, and, and uh, City, we still have a point and a half a game, which comfortably keeps us well up the table gives us by far the most points in the top flight yeah. that sort of record yeah. and, we'll, and, we'll, and once we play them we'll be relatively back up to sort of like playing relative top and bottom teams we won't be too far off yeah. we'll play those we'll play Arsenal we'll play Everton we'll have played Leicester all of whom are expected to be top yeah. half in the season you'd say yeah. so you know it, I think that even if we don't get anything for the next two I, I will remain really positive obviously I don't want to lose two, both games 5-0 but if we're competitive when we give them both good games we lose by one or two yeah We'll then we've got two winnable home games and a, and a winner but you know I mean Villa away they're hardly exactly on a great form they lost to Wolves at the weekend and been two up with ten minutes left so you know they're all they're all winnable games in that mm. sense we then got a tough run around Christmas yeah I agree with all of that I think that's, that's all spot on um, it's always disappointing to know you could have got two more points against a team who ultimately if we were at our best we'd win that game Norwich are a poor team Unfortunately for them, uh, you know, some Norwich fans suggested the other day that they had a better players by, on paper, team on paper than us, and I was like, No, they don't. I don't really understand where <laughs> you're getting delusional. that from. <laughs> That's delusional. Yeah. I mean, I don't really get it. It's like, and there was some, I, don't, I saw some tweet, tweet from a Palace fan saying, like, finally, some neutrals trying to see how poor they are, and it's like, No. I don't understand where you're getting this from. You know, it's like, I don't really see how you can compare our team to yours. It's, the, the telling thing here is finally some neutrals saying how poor they are that suggests that neutrals have been saying they're not poor yeah. for so long maybe most of the neutrals are right yeah i don't know just a notion speaking of palace yeah um, we're, we're recording this their Tuesday. favorite minute they they lost it well they lost the three point scenario they gained only one point from their game away at arsenal i'm i'm, I'm sure they'll be bemoaning their luck but if you keep conceding late goals as we've done in the past mm. it isn't necessarily bad luck it's because you've you lose concentration you kind of have put all your all into the game and you tire at the end of the game that sort of thing it isn't necessarily well you're you know, just not good enough sign, for long enough yeah exactly a sign <laughs> You know, you're playing for 94 minutes and it's 95 Point minute game. Point game, they're just surviving, aren't they, Peter? Yeah, and the, apparently Ben White didn't let it bounce yesterday when he kind of pushed it back into the box. And uh, That was brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I mean... I felt really sorry for them, though. It's, like, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's sure tough you to did, have that yeah. twice in the space of a month. Can you, you know? imagine how annoying that would be to keep conceding that And then you've also, you've also got to go back to the Selhurst area, so, you know, exactly. doubly annoying. That's if they live in that area. If they, yeah. if Obviously, if they don't, that would be even more annoying for them if they had to go back there and they didn't <laughs> live there. <laughs> they were like, I've still got an hour to get home from here. Why uh, have I come here? It's great to see them down there. They're, what, seven points adrift of us still. Yeah. And, yeah, they've played some tough games. So we, I, I fully expect us to be above the teams that have annoyed, annoyed us by being above us recently. Palace, Southampton, Newcastle. I do not... I expect to see any of those three above us at the end of this season. But Burnley as well. Burnley as well. Although last season they were. But... Yeah, I know, but those four teams I expect to see below us this season. I have one more to add to that list. Is it Leeds? <laughs> How did I guess? It's not going well for them. They have got an injury crisis though. The media keep telling us we don't have one apparently. Yeah. We, we didn't have one against Leicester last season. No, no, we never had Leicester one. Leicester did, apparently. We never had one, obviously, you know. <laughs> but yeah, if Leeds have like. Calvin yeah. Phillips has got like it's, it's like slightly kind of like yeah. nine times ten fit they've got an injury prices yeah. whereas if we have all our players out they're like well you know they're just teams going down I mean Norwich I do, I'm, I'm afraid I've got to I don't say, see Norwich I don't see Norwich I was surviving. chatting to so I've got a friend who's a Norwish fan and I was chatting to him at the weekend and I don't think he, yeah they, I mean, he, no. his comment before the game was that I could only see a Brighton win obviously that didn't happen but his view it seems to, it generally is that they don't have a defence or an or attack and their midfield's pretty average as well so yeah. 
All, all I'll say is I, I had a five-fold bet uh, accumulator. The only team that failed was Brighton. I had City and Liverpool. I think it was Reading, Reading or something. I can't remember. There were two other teams at Brighton. We're the only ones that failed. It was a game where if we showed up, we were going to win it. Yeah. Norwich had only got a creditable draw at home to Brighton because we weren't on our game. And yeah, we were dreadful, and they and they up their game. Up their game. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see Norwich, Burnley, and Watford in the season because I think Watford. Yeah. Watford's appointment is pretty poor. I, I mean, much as I know, I, I thought Mandre was a terrible point for Leicester, and he did win the league, and that was a ridiculously uh, amazing yeah. stat. But he but got sacked from Fulham. Exactly and within, and that's a more kind of clear. I, I don't know what happened at Leicester. Obviously, kind of connected right, and whatever work works, but it then didn't pretty quickly the next season. The fact that they sacked him after only three months after winning the title, or three months. Six months after we decided, three months into the I think season. It was just perfect storm or stars aligned yeah. or whatever you want to call it. A load of component factors went together. I think Watford have got more chance of going down now they've got rid of their manager and brought in Ranieri than before they brought in Ranieri. Yeah, I think so too. And we talk about new manager bounce, so why do you let it bounce? Uh, you know, here we go again with that. <laughs> new manager bounce did not work out very well. 5 0, they were destroyed by Liverpool. Salah is insanely good at the moment. He's the best yeah, player I, in the world I, at I'm, the moment. I'm relatively relaxed this Saturday. I don't, I'm not too. I, I don't fear City as much as maybe once we did. I think they're, they're a bit more mixed this season. They have games solid stuff teams, but they also have games where they don't can't get a goal and they get frustrated. I've got and a feeling we're going to win this. And, well, I mean, I certainly think we'll compete with them. Liverpool, on the other hand, Anfield. Could could get nasty actually. I'm I reckon. Shitting myself yeah, about that, to be I mean that front three is. On the other hand, the defence is not as good as it was once actually. Because they because the three against Brentford, they've you know if you put them under a bit of pressure, the problem is with our strike they options. Will, they will give we you chances. Yeah, the problem yeah. is we don't have necessarily the strike options at the moment with our injuries that we mm. maybe would have had if we had Welbeck fit as well as Lalana well, and. Wins back in training, isn't he? So he yeah. might be fit by then. Not an attack option, is he? <laughs> No, in terms of stopping yeah, their yeah. attack, I mean, yeah. But I, d- I think probably they'll they may well end up three or four 0 He's going to score now. <laughs> I think did they they got Europe the week after playing us? If they have, that might be a good thing because they probably have. Right? Yeah, because it's all done by the new year, isn't it? Yeah, so and it'll be. I think there's another there's another set of games before this tonight, and then there's another yeah, set of games this week, before yeah. the international break, isn't there? So they probably are playing Europe before us. So that's probably a good thing for us because that will mean they might take a few players off and like rest a few players. It's going to be a yeah, look um, it up. The other thing, speaking about game, you were talking about players going down and not winning penalties. Um, even our old, our old boys. Um, yeah, they're home to Atletico Madrid on the Wednesday after playing us, so okay. they exactly. might actually rest a few players. Our old boy, Gilkeris, he he stayed on his feet or tried to, and eventually went over and didn't win a penalty for Coventry at the weekend. He set up a goal. He should have won a penalty. He was robbed of it. So even our old boys are doing that as well, aren't they? Speaking of old boys, and going back to Norwich one more time, Matthias Norman. He's in he the Norwich decent. team, isn't he? Um, he looked decent. He had a free kick which didn't go so well. Thankfully, I was nervous about that. You know, old it's a players, long time, maybe. It wasn't really worth it. Yeah. Um, he looks. He was quite a good player. Yeah. But the fact that Norwich have there, were, there were Norwich comments about how yeah, there were some comments about like kind of he's getting to our team comfortably. It's like well. I'm not sure he would. Basuma, Moda, Lalana, McAllister, Grosh. I'm not sure he'd get anywhere near our team, to be honest. Casado when he comes back well, as well. If he, if he would have done, he would have done. Yeah. He was with us and he didn't get anywhere near the team. So, yes, he may have improved since then, but so is everyone else. So. No, I, I, won't, I won't have that at all. No chance. Um, well, let's wrap up this, this half there. We're, um, we're on the bit, just to summarise, we're in the Gladstone. We've had some very moderate beers and we've had a lucky spring, which is very nice. 4.25 I think we gave it on uh, untapped we then had a very strong beer it's also merging with our beer app exactly <laughs> yes, beer, yeah. a beer um, yes. podcast if untapped wants to sponsor us please do yeah. um, we, we then went for a, a nice gentle 6.9% beer 6.5 6.5 thanks to your order Peter thank you for that what oh come on we were, it's Yeasty, Yeasty Boys. Boys something or other something to do with Matthias Norman was it or something like that no, yeah, something, something yeah, Motors. Yeasty Boys, Matthias Norman. Matthias yeah. Norman Motors, was it? Something like that. And, that, and now we're now drinking... It's a very Norwich beer. We're now drinking... Um, Siren. Siren. 
on it was Wizard Motor. Wizard Motor, that was it, yeah. Easy Boys Wizard Motor. Which so I'm not was quite nice. sure if that's a motor that's magic and gets you really quickly somewhere, <laughs> or if it's, or if it's a, a very um, good car that you want to. Or if it's, a, it's someone that makes like wizards go really quickly. No, it's it's a car that you want to compliment in a very posh old school way. It's a Wizard Motor. Um, anyway, we we we've had that and we've had we're now on the on the siren. Um, and they're all good. 4.25. I mean, 4. the beers are always good here. And this so. one, what are we giving this one? 4.25, 4. 4.0 so far. I think I'm going to go with 4. I'm I enjoyed going, it. I'm going, it. A four, I'm going to 4 as well. We're, we're predictable, aren't we? We're agreeing with each other. This doesn't No, make... we're not. Yes, we are. <laughs> I came here for an argument. No, I didn't. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> Is that your normal pipe date <laughs> personal podcast you're having? <laughs> I yourself. do one on my own, yeah. Um, I, I do think that um, a good podcast involves a lot of contrary debate, and we, we, we just agree with each other too much, that. Peter, don't we? No, I don't agree with that either. Right, let's just tell me what <laughs> Lumina I think we're having now. Lumina? Which annoying I've had already, and given 3.75, so slightly lower than that. Oh, isn't the, the Siren? Yeah, Siren. Siren's a brewery. Okay, Lumina's the beer. Isn't yeah. Okay. okay. You, by the way, guys, you're, you're, you should still listen to the Brighton Rock podcast. We're just having a discussion about beers live on air. We're going to start. Although not live on air. Should we start a beer podcast, Peter? I think we should. I probably. mean, to be honest, you're already lacking that from your different hobbies, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You've got a film. You've got a football. Now you're lacking is beer. It's, it's the three Fs. And driving. It's the three Fs. <laughs> it's it's film. Film fives podcast. Check it out, guys. This film. It's football and it's f- fucking loads of beer. <laughs> The and on that note, we'll, let's we'll, end the first half. Let's have a break. <laughs> right, podcast extra. We've just been debating the fact these podcasts go on for far too long, don't they, Peter? But we can't help ourselves. And we like to think that our listeners, well, those that have stuck with us this long, actually enjoy it. And we'd like to put a special thanks out to Duncan. Who, who the other week said that he'd enjoyed, well, he'd, he'd spent the evening in the bath with us, to put it bluntly, foaming himself up and whatever else he was doing. That's, that's what it's all about, isn't it? That's why we started the podcast. <laughs> so people can foam themselves in the bath, listening to us, rambling on about That's why, that's why people get a FOMO for not listening. <laughs> Very nice, I like it. That wasn't bad for you, actually, I have to say. Thanks. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank damn me with slight, with slight <laughs> praise, full praise for a faint I like, praise. I like to damn everyone with faint praise, yeah. I'm and, very good at that. And yeah. some foam. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fling the bubble bath around, yeah. <laughs> But that's what that's what people want. That people want it. That people will get it. Us and our inane dribblings and Duncan's inane foamings. That's what it's all about, isn't it, Duncan? Peter, there was another thing, wasn't there? We forgot to mention. Twenty clubs voted on uh, rules to do with the new sponsorship restriction, um, which essentially prevents ridiculous num well cash numbers involved in sponsorship deals. Um, Man City abstained. Funnily enough, because they maybe have been involved in that before. Yes, yeah. So they felt they, a bit they awkward. Definitely, they definitely... Yeah. And also the suggestion is it sounds like it's pretty, It's not legal anyway to, exactly. to stop those rules. Yeah. 18 clubs voted in favour of the ban. And one club, which may or may not have been Newcastle United, uh, voted in favour of um, keeping the rules as they are. So that they would be able to. Um, Funny that. Yeah. It's, a, it's interesting because I'm giving interesting rules to see what happens because the question is it's not legal. They can't vote against maybe. But on the other hand, if the FA, if the Premier League rules like with Man City say that you can't do that and counted towards financial fair play, then that's the Premier League rules. Mm. You can't say that you can't sponsor someone probably, and yeah. you can't put a value on it. But if you then say that doesn't count towards that your rules because that is complete bollocks it's not worth that and you're basically just trying to rip off the system then it's yeah it's an interesting test case mm. and one I hope Newcastle fall fairly on their faces but you can imagine they can probably afford a lot of lawyers so sad or not and speaking of test cases wasn't Russell Sald or Salad or whatever as he's often mentioned Saldes and typos Salday. whatever else Russell Slade he's, he's part of a, a, a small organisation who have apparently taken the authorities to call over the rights to footballer stats info. Yeah, I mean, I was planning on doing that. So whenever I have my one to one my manager, I'm gonna like say that she, I'm gonna sue her for like asking me about what I'm doing and uh, my work because that's like against like my stats and my personal. I'm self-employed. I'm gonna sue myself. I'm gonna sue you too. Yeah, well, I would do it too. I'm a complete dick. Everyone, all listeners should sue Russ. 
I, I'm riding roughshod over all If you ever mention any podcast I've been on, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> Um, that's a weird one, isn't it? Because that, that's yeah. taking it too far, surely. It surely is. I mean, I think the lawyers, according to Price of Football, the lawyers have said that it would be an interesting case that might be debatable or something like that, which he said was um, code for you've got no chance in yeah. hell. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see that getting success. Um, not sure it, what they aim to aim for. But... In a funny sort of way, I don't mind things like that, testing the water, just to keep things true and honest. Yeah, maybe ben, probably, people, people probably told Bosman he had no hope in the first place as well. True, but. True. but I mean, keeping things, you know, in, in, in order, stuff like that needs to be in there to challenge that. And if anyone can like pull off an, a possible escape, then Russell Slade must be on there. Yeah, but in case you're thinking like you've heard all this before, He has no hair, he don't hair. care. We do not care. And we are on Lucky Spring again, so we've gone in a full circle. So it's time to sign out in the usual way by saying... Stand or fall. Up the Albion. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.